Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whatever you happen to be doing right now, whether you're having brunch on this Saturday morning or maybe you're in the car or maybe you're on a walk, who can say? I certainly can't because I'm just sat here on my lonesome in my flat talking to myself. But either way, um, I hope this mini-sode will give you some food for thought. So this week, I thought that I would do a quick-fire episode of... 10 things I think we should have been taught at school. Now, it's lucky I'm not in charge of the education system because if I was, I would scrap half of the subjects that are still being taught in school today because I think a lot of them are a total waste of time and the time would be far better spent teaching kids and young adults some life lessons which are actually going to help them instead of just testing kids' memories on completely useless information. Anywho, moving on. So yes, I'm going to speak very briefly about 10 things, I've done it again, I've said very briefly, it's never brief, is it? Anyway, 10 things that I think we should have been taught in school. So here we go. Number one, don't follow the rules. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist starting with this. By not following the rules, I mean, don't follow the flock. Don't be a sheep. Don't do what everyone else tells you to do. Don't follow the prescribed path just because it's what you've been conditioned to do. Do what your heart tells you to do. And if someone tells you that you can't do whatever you truly want to do, just punch them in the face. That's number one. Okay, yes, that's a bit of a jokey one, sort of, but also sort of not. But can you tell I'm in a rather spicy mood today? Okay, number two, aim to fail a lot. We don't fail because we're not worthy or capable. We fail because either we're not trying and we're sitting in our comfort zones, or we fail because we quit, because we give up. Anyone who is successful fails multiple times. So if you're not failing, then you're also not succeeding. We shouldn't feel as though we have to avoid failure. You know, we're all so scared of failure and there is so much shame around it, but it, but it literally is actually the only way to success. 
I heard somebody say this, I've said this before on the podcast and I think it's so brilliant. Success is on the same road as failure. It's just a bit further along. If you fail, it doesn't mean you're a failure. So don't allow your monkey mind to tell you that you are. Keep going. Okay, number three, fear is good. We are so conditioned to move away from fear, to avoid it, when in actual fact, we should be diving headfirst into it and out the other side of it. If we're feeling fear, then we're doing something right because when we do things that scare us, it means we're growing and expanding and evolving and becoming better versions of ourselves. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to stay the same, do the same things day in, day out. We're supposed to change and move. And the absolute guaranteed side effect of changing and moving and growing is that we're going to feel scared. We're going to be afraid. But just know that when you feel fear, it's a good sign because it means you're actually doing something. So make sure that there's something on your calendar at least once a month, if not more, that scares you. Number four, success does not happen overnight and nor should it, in my opinion anyway. I think because of the world that we live in, we've started to think that things should just come really easily. I always remember years ago when I used to watch Pop Idol or X Factor, you know, those kinds of programs, I always used to think to myself, this is so bad. These really young kids are finding overnight success, which I think is bad for two reasons. Firstly, when you make the big time at such a young age, what is there to aim for? And secondly, it kind of, it robs you of all the amazingness of the journey to get to where you want to go. And you kind of miss that incredible feeling when you've been working on something. You know, it's basically like getting a helicopter up to the top of Mount Everest. I mean, yes, it would still be incredible and the views would be beautiful and you'd be like, wow, this is bonkers. But Can you imagine if you just landed there in a helicopter compared to the feeling of having climbed up there? And I know that it is possible to gain success quickly and for you to go on and have a great life. Like, you know, let's take Harry Styles. Shout out to my lovely listener, Sarah, who adores him. But yeah, someone like Harry Styles. Yes, okay. But more often than not, I think we need to remember that old saying, it's the journey, not the arrival. And if you don't experience the journey, then the arrival is going to be a big, fat anticlimax. So yeah, success does not and should not happen overnight. Number five, the people who win at school aren't necessarily the people who win at life. This is one of the things I really do feel strongly about when it comes to kids today. At school, we are made to feel as though the people who get the highest marks, you know, the A students, they are the best. So much importance is placed on our academic achievements. Now, I got an E, an E in one of my A-levels. I got B, C, E. And I grew up with two super bright, very academic siblings who both did incredibly well at school. They're both total brain boxes. Um, And they happen to be two awesome humans as well. But anyway, I always felt as though I was less than because my brother and sister were so good at exams and did really well at school and got into top universities. 
I, on the other hand, went to Oxford Brookes University, which is the ex-polytechnic. Let's be honest about it. The ex-poly. Um, and I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do with my life. And I literally made a decision about where I was going to university down the phone to my parents whilst I was teaching music in Kenya on my my gap year. I had to make a decision about which offer to accept and those offers were pretty shit and I ended up doing psychology at Oxford Brooks. Anyway, my point is this. When we're at school, so much focus is placed on academic intelligence and grades and so we can develop, like I did, this idea that we're not good enough if we happen to not be good at exams, which I certainly wasn't. But when it comes to actual life, There are things that are so much more important. How you relate to other people, whether people like you, whether you're likable, whether you're determined, whether you know what you want. So, you know, what I'm saying is that it takes more than excellent exam results to win at life. And the most academic people, doesn't matter how good they are at reeling off the freaking wives of Henry VIII or the periodic table or how good they are at algebra or whatever the hell difficult maths is. I don't know. To me, all maths is difficult. But, you know, if they don't have grit and determination or if they don't have a good mindset or they don't believe in themselves or they're not focused or they're not willing to do the work, then the person doing the same thing who got C's at school is going to be the one to succeed out of the two of them. I always say this to my sister's kids and she gets really annoyed at me because I'm like, don't worry about your exam results. They're not going to determine the rest of your life. You can do whatever you put your mind to. But I really, truly believe that. It's not necessarily the most academically minded people, even the most intelligent in what, you know, emotional intelligence, whatever kind of intelligence we're talking about here, but or I'm talking about here, um, you know, it's actually so much more to do with things like consistency, determination, not giving up, all of these things. I think people um, forget that. So yeah, the people who win at school aren't necessarily the people who win at life. Okay, number six, just start because clarity follows action. This is so true. Sorry, that's my phone. Um, When you are procrastinating, when you're putting off doing something because you think you don't know enough or you're not sure exactly how to do it or you're scared because you don't know if it's going to work or not, the key is to literally just start. You'll have heard me say this before, but just take some kind of action, any kind of action, but just start. Because what you'll find is that as soon as you actually start, then the clarity will follow. For example, if you want to start writing a book and you have, you know, only a vague idea about what it's going to be about, but you're scared that it's going to be shit, you're not sure about how you're going to say this or that, or you can't work out one of the characters or whatever it is. If you literally just write something just start that first sentence. You know, I remember when I was at university, albeit an ex-poly, when I had to write an essay, as soon as I'd written that first sentence, then I was sort of off to the races. Another example, I started a membership called Thrive Solo. 
I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I just started. I just put a post out on Instagram and 19 people signed up as founding members. And then I didn't know really what I what it was going to look like, but I just took the next step and I built a membership site. I recorded an extra podcast episode. I did a live call with, you know, with the members, but the point is that I took that first step to get it going. Um, and I could easily have thought, oh my God, no, it, it, it's too hard. I'm too confused. I'm too overwhelmed. But just start because clarity really does follow action. Number seven, your thoughts matter big time. Now I'm not going to labor this one because you have heard me talk about this ad freaking nauseam. But please know that my life has started to shift since I started to change the way that I think. It is so important and we have to stop with the eye rolling and get on board this train because it's the way it works. Our thoughts are affecting and creating our reality, whether we like it or not. And if you're not being intentional about them, then you are allowing your life to just happen to you. When you start becoming aware of your thoughts and you start choosing better thoughts and subsequently you start feeling better, you are literally affecting the chemicals in your body. You are affecting your nervous system and you're going to start attracting better things into your life. So please get aware of what you're thinking about. Focus equals feeling. Feeling equals behavior, which equals action, which equals results, which equals your life. Number eight keep looking ahead. Keep focused on what you're doing and where you're going. And don't worry about what other people are doing. It doesn't bloody matter. Particularly, I think when we're young, we're far too concerned with what other people are doing. And there's this tendency to compare yourself and your progress to your friends and your peers. But the fact of the matter is that we're all on a completely different path. And No good will come if you're constantly looking left and right to everyone else's business. It doesn't matter. All that matters is what you are doing and where you are going. And that goes for looking at all of the people in relationships and married people with kids. Don't be focusing on them. Focus on you and where you are going. Number nine. This might be my favorite one, and you'll definitely have heard me say this before, but done is better than perfect. I love this one so much. We have to be willing to do things imperfectly. When I first started this podcast and I started this Instagram account because I started this podcast, I did not know what the actual fuck I was doing. And I know that I made, and I still make on a regular basis, a complete tit out of myself. But you know what? I did it. I did it very imperfectly. But I tell you something, I'm so glad that I just did it instead of waiting for it to be perfect, which it never would have been and it never will be. Because you gain so much freedom if you just allow yourself to do something, even if it's messy and embarrassing and whatever else. But done is so much better than than perfect. And we're all rubbish in the beginning. We all have to start somewhere, you know, when we've got no idea what we're doing. And, you know, initially when I started this podcast, I had all these fears like, I'm going to sound like such a twat. I've never done this before. Don't I need like five years practice before I'm good enough to put my voice out there, etc, etc, etc. Well, no, 
You have to do the messy bit at the beginning and then get better from there. At least that is what I found. Okay, we're nearly there. Number 10. This is a biggie. Be yourself. Be authentic. Do not allow the thought of people laughing at you or judging you to stop you from moving forward. Always remember that anyone who is doing that isn't doing anything special with their life. Plus, even if people talk about you for, you know, five minutes, they will soon move on to the next thing. It is insanity to hold yourself back just because of what some people you were at school with but you haven't seen for 30 years think. And I'm talking to myself here as much as you guys. So yes, have the courage to be who you really truly are. I honestly believe that if you start to live life authentically, that is when it gets really bloody good. So just be you. You don't need to mold yourself for anyone else, particularly a partner. And if you find yourself changing who you are or trying to be someone even slightly different, it's doomed. I've totally done it. We all do it. We've all done it. But we've got to stop. And I've realized that if people don't like me when I'm in real alignment, when I'm really being myself, you know, mucking around, singing in the coffee shop, acting like a dick, telling my nephews and niece that I love them whenever I see them, being ridiculously over-enthusiastic about things, saying, oh my God, 5,000 times a day, losing the plot when one of my favourite songs comes on the radio, being really loud, being really quiet, which I sometimes am, believe it or not, saying no to a party because I'd rather be at home with my cat, saying no to something I don't want to do, even if someone tells me I'm being really boring, Spending Saturday night walking along the river listening to a podcast about personal growth. Leaving something early because it's more important to me to get my sleep and get up early. If people don't like you when you're being you, then they are not your people. Okay, enough. I hope this is useful in some way. Remember that you're awesome. Now get out there and be you. As Mark Darcy says to Bridget Jones, I like you very much just as you are. Have a great weekend. Bye.